Episode 97, Sheltering People from Natural Consequences Teaches Irresponsibility. You're listening to the very best podcast in the world on health, wealth, and happiness. Please remember to leave a review and share with all your friends and family. And here is your host, Lars Hilson. We're back with episode 97 of the very best podcast in the world. Your only source for, well, your only source in the universe for personal supremacy through health, wealth, and happiness. Uh, yeah, from the health perspective, uh, if I sound a bit uh, retarded um, vocally, <laughs> not mentally, uh, I, I know about that one. Uh, I underwent. Um, uh, dental surgery yesterday and had a rather complicated removal of one of my wisdom teeth. There was too much, too much wisdom in my head. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I think the drugs are still working though. Uh, anyhow, long story short. Um, and speaking of short, we're going to keep the episodes, uh, shorter this week because it is rather difficult, uh, to speak over prolonged periods of time. Uh, so, um, yeah, the pain meds only work, uh, to a degree and I wasn't able to get my hands on the good stuff. So <laughs> for the time being, I think at least, uh, until we crack the 100th episode on Friday, uh, I think I'm going to take it easy, make things short, uh, and down to the point without any uh, you know, random ramblings along the way. Oh, well, I'm, <laughs> I'm off to a good start, ain't I? Uh, um, sheltering people from natural consequences teaches irresponsibility. And, uh, I think there is actually a lot of truth to this. You know, I read over it when I, when I got it, I was like, damn, you know, how can you connect this to, uh, an example of your life. And then I was like, well, pretty much the first third of my life was, was just that, you know, it's like, um, in, in my childhood, I grew up in an insanely protected environment, right? My parents were, uh, so awfully loving that, uh, you know, nothing ever happened to me. And my parents took very good care of me which, you know, inevitably led to uh, me never experiencing anything bad, really. You know, I, let me try to find that. <laughs> it's, it's this overall picture of uh, protectedness that I experienced that I can't really boil it down to, uh, to single examples, right? So uh, they were very defensive of me, uh, you know, even if I went through shit, they were just you know, if I fucked up, uh, they would, they, they wouldn't protect me from that, obviously. You know, it was like man up, uh, say sorry, or, you know, whatever it takes to, uh, to bend things, um, uh, straight. And then there you go, right. Life goes on. And, you know, there were never any, there was never any trouble in my family. Um, my parents never, ever got into a fight, at least that I witnessed. Um, 
you know, it was like, uh, it was just like this insanely harmonious family being, right? And then I get, <laughs> right, I get sent to the real world, right? It's like, okay, uh, there you go. You're, you're uh, mature now, or you are of age, right? And it's like, go out in the world. And I was like, okay, I'll do that. So, you know, I got the job, everything went okay. You know, <laughs> it was like, um, uh, everything was honky dory. Uh, and then I went self-employed, you know, and made one of the, if not the most stupid mistake in my life, which was that, you know, you go, uh, you, you go self-employed and uh, damn, you know, then half a year later you figure out, fuck, you need customers to make money. Right. And so that whole thing kind of started to transpire, which led to situations that, uh, I had never been confronted with in my life. You know, there was, uh, always money, not lots, you know, but, um, uh, there was no shortage ever, you know, and, uh, that's another thing that helps kids grow up, um, to a degree where, you know, you don't necessarily, um, yeah, think about money that much, right? Because it comes every month, uh, you know, and it's there and you get your salary, you get your paycheck, you know, you, uh, you work and that's kind of like the role model you grow up in. I, <laughs> I had different plans and the plans were stupid. At least the, the first iteration was kind of idiotic, uh, because yeah, you know, you need customers. I've figured that one out quite quickly. And then, you know, it's like, how do you deal with the situation, you know, of not being able to pay, uh, to pay a bill. Right. And it's like, damn, you know, I've, I've never experienced that. No idea. And that was where, you know, I, uh, would have wished, um, not necessarily from my parents, right? Because that environment was entirely necessary, but in school, you know, how do you deal with fucking difficult financial situations in life? Nobody taught you that, you know, and in a predominantly capitalistic world, that's one of the things you want to fucking learn, right? <laughs> and, uh, you know, because those are the issues that really, really matter. You know, how do you deal with something like that? And, uh, yeah. Anyhow, long story short, um, you know, it was like this weird situation of, of, uh, seeming abundance, you know, if you were okay with, uh, everything else, but, you know, it was like this, um, this kind of protectedness that, uh, that, um, uh, yeah, just felt fluffy and, and cozy and harmonic and, you know, very, uh, family oriented. That, that being said, uh, I'm getting off track and starting to uh, go into my random ramblings again. Um, so it, it's like, um, I was never really exposed to threats from the outside world, right? I was constantly protected. And um, there's surely a difference, uh, you know, between growing up in, in the country and growing up in a city. Now, for me, I grew up in a town with, uh, I don't know, they supposedly they had, you know, north of 800 citizens. <laughs> and I'm uh, convinced until today that the local farmers counted the cows for some kind of subsidy fraud, uh, as citizens of the town, because I you know, had a different difficult time putting together 800 people. Uh, and, um, there was no fucking worry in the world, right? Uh, it was like, what do you do after school? Uh, you know, you go out, uh, 
you know, sometimes you do homework if you're if you're supervised. And you know, my mom was a stay-at-home mom, so you know, she would make sure that God damn it, you had your you got your lunch and then you had your homework done and then you could go outside and play, and then you went outside and play, and when it got dark, you went home, period. Went to bed, next thing, <laughs> next morning, same thing all over again. And then you kind of mm, get thrown into different situations, right? Where you end up in a city, for instance, and, uh, you know, it's like you have to take the train, you know, or the tube or the subway or whatever it's called, and you're part of the world, right? And it's like, holy shit. <laughs> how does that work and even until today i can't be bothered to use the fucking subway anywhere it's not because i deem it to be dirty or whatever it's just that those maps and plans and everything that they've got i, I don't get them <laughs> and i'm a quite good uh, very good thinker you know and but still i can't wrap my head around that and then you're like confronted with all of these different things which i was never exposed to you know like drugs um, in the first part of my life, they were not an issue, you know, in a town like that, anybody that walks by there that doesn't fit, they get kicked out, you know, with a pitchfork. And that was just, you know, one of these interesting experiences where you just grew up in this fluffy, uh, fluffy environment, which was the family. Then you had your fluffy surrounding, which, you know, there was no, no trouble ever. And it was like, you had your friends and they were friends, uh, for, the longest parts of your life and you know those things um kind of evolved and then yeah like i said you know you get into the city and you uh, um you expand your horizon and then you're confronted with situations which you know present to be difficult and for a lot of folks uh, in my immediate surrounding uh, that ended up to be uh, where weaknesses and longings were exposed. You know, I had friends who, um, you know, as soon as they were able to get their driver's license, went to the city uh, to party insanely. And um, they took drugs and they got hooked on the drugs because they took the chemical shitty stuff that you get in the clubs. Uh, and um, some of them are, you know, uh, still have social issues today. Uh, you know, and I make this sound like I was kind of like this choir guy, you know, this church going guy. Now I, I, you know, had my fair share of life. However, it was like due to my stay, uh, in the, in the United States, uh, during my uh, teenage years, um, it was a totally different story because I had already broadened my horizon to a degree where there was no real necessity. I had seen large parts of the world, you know, and uh, the big U.S. of A. And, and, you know, other countries that we went to on vacation. <clears throat> Sorry. <clears throat> Which a lot of people uh, in my surrounding hadn't. And I think, you know, that's kind of like where you get irresponsible if you, you know, get thrown into into the big pond to the big fish, uh, you don't know what you're getting into. So slow learning, um, is uh, kind of a way to be more responsible around it. And when I, you know, when I had got to the end of my career in, in the financial sector, I was what was closing in on my mid twenties, I think, you know, it was like, I had, uh, several, several, several million um, under management in, in investment funds, uh, that I took care of for other people. Uh, I was, 
a very young battalion chief in the voluntary fire department, which, you know, put me in charge of, uh, uh, put me in charge, essentially, you know, if you break it down, uh, human life that I was commanding for lack of better terms. And uh, so I had a very large amount of responsibility, despite the fact that I grew up in this cozy environment, but I was responsible and I was aware of the, uh, of the responsibility that came with the stuff that I was doing. So long story short, um, to be able to be responsible about, well, lessons in life being presented to you is to be aware and reflective, right? Uh, a lot of us don't really realize what certain positions we hold in life entail. Uh, now for me, I never really got into the family and kids thing, which means that that thing was off my lap. Uh, but, um, in all other aspects of life, I held tremendous responsibility, you know, for other people, for the success of projects, for the success of employees, for the success of, uh, you know, a variety of other things. Um, and, uh, it was the awareness I think that made it, um, brought, you know, kind of broke me out of this shelter that I grew up in. Um, but it also made me, like I said, aware of the responsibility that I had the burden that I had to carry on my shoulders. Um, and it made me not stress or freak out over it and made me a calm customer when it came to making decisions in life. And I think, you know, that's how you actually have to deal with responsibility as you know, be aware of it, be aware of the consequences that they may entail and don't let yourself be, you know, brought into irresponsibility. Um, if that didn't make any sense, <laughs> it's the pain meds, uh, damn, they're good. Uh, but, uh, in that sense, I hope I was able to convey that. If you have questions, like always, please send them to the very best podcast in the world at gmail.com. That's number one. Uh, if this, uh, episode made any sense, <laughs> please share it with people, uh, you know, that you would deem worthy recipients of this information and, um, please subscribe at, uh, www.theverybestpodcastintheworld.com where all of your favorite podcasting services are listed for subscription. In that sense, kitty cats, have a good night and, uh, or a good day, uh, you know, and, uh, <laughs> I'll be in touch tomorrow, uh, with another rather short episode, you know, just to keep my mouth from falling apart any further than it already has. I shall see you again tomorrow. Have a good night. Peace out.